Welcome to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast, here to give you the knowledge and inspiration to take the next steps in the world of property. Your weekly dose of property market updates, top tips on buying, selling, renting and investing in property. From your expert estate agents and through interviews with industry specialists. We're here to answer your questions. So here's your host, David Thomas. Hello everybody, David here and welcome to this episode of Ask the Estate Agent podcast. Thanks again for all your support and for listening to today's episode. Today we're going to answer the, um, or we're actually going to give you top five causes of delay in the conveyancing process. And we've had lots of questions and discussion going on about um, the current conveyancing process, where the problems are, the delays and the things that can really catch people out. So in this um, podcast, we're going to cover the top five causes of delay so that if you're educated on those, you understand them, you can almost foresee them happening, you can do whatever you can to sort of counter these and stop it from delaying it. So let's get stuck straight in and we'll cover the top five. Now, an accepted offer on a home is... No doubt about it, cause for celebration. But in many cases, the journey to completion can be longer than you bargained for. Um, So let's cover the five most common delays that you may face. Number one is management companies being slow in returning information on leasehold properties. So this doesn't apply if you own a freehold property. But if you own a leasehold property, this element can definitely um, add significant delay in there. So if you're buying a leasehold property, many flats and apartments and even some houses are leasehold, the transaction may be more complicated than buying a freehold property. This is because you're effectively leasing the property from the freeholder for a specific period of time rather than owning it. With this type of purchase, your solicitor will need to obtain information from the freeholder and or the management company. This includes costs such as ground rent and monthly service charges, proof of buildings insurance and previous year's accounts, etc. So there could also be additional checks that need to be carried out. So what can you do? Well, make it clear to your solicitor from the outset that you are buying a leasehold home. Give the freeholder or the management company prior warning it will need to provide this information. The more heads up you can give to these organisations and these companies, you know, the faster you're going to get the result of um, having the information. So number two is buyers failing to disclose their mortgage deposit has been gifted. Now, whether it's 5%, 50% or any other amount, a mortgage lender will want to know where your deposit is coming from. If all or even part of it is a gift from your parents, say, your solicitor must declare this to the bank or building society, and this means you need to declare it to your solicitor. Most lenders will require a signature from the source of the deposit confirming the money does not need to be repaid. So again, to avoid any delays, if you are being gifted any of the money to purchase, be up front and tell everybody. People just think it doesn't really matter where the money comes from, Um, but lenders and all the criteria it is very very strict and if that comes out later down the line it can severely delay the whole process of exchange and completion so be upfront about absolutely everything to you know speak to your solicitor about the whole structure how you're doing it where you're getting your money from 
Um, and then all of this stuff can be ironed out at the very beginning. So with that, make sure you give your solicitor clear and accurate information about your deposit. And at the very start of the conveyancing process, um, warn them that warn the gifting party that they'll need to sign a letter and potentially provide ID. So if your parents have lent you some of the money, um, just give them a heads up that that check may be required. Number three, then delays from third parties in providing answers to inquiries. So your solicitor will go through all the paperwork from the sellers and raise a number of queries with their solicitor. These could be anything from how to resolve a problem exposed by the survey to a discrepancy on the property deeds. Holdups can occur if the third parties required to provide this information are operating on different timescales. And even if they're moving fast, particularly complex issues can take weeks to resolve. So what can you do about this? Keep in regular contact with your solicitor and be patient. They're required to follow a code of conduct and getting these checks done thoroughly is absolutely crucial. So um, you're starting to see a common theme with a lot of these podcast episodes is the processes and the things that can cause problems in in the whole um, moving and transacting around the property market typically can be minimized by great communication by picking the right people that are prepared to communicate in the right way Um, and again with all of this having regular contact with your solicitor is um, absolutely critical to speeding up the conveyancing process So number four, let's move on, is local authorities dragging their feet in returning searches. Um, Local authority searches are carried out to uncover potential issues that could affect the home you're purchasing, such as nearby planned development or tree preservation orders, separate separate environment and water searches will be carried out, um, which can flag problems like risk of flooding. Some, Some local authorities will return these searches within a few days, but others could take several weeks. So it really does depend on your local authority, the backlog um, and what they're doing. And you can find this out in advance. Most solicitors will know how the local authority is with their search responses at, at the moment. Um, so you can you can often get prior warning of this kind of delay. What you can do then is lodge funds for the searches with your solicitor straight away and request they're carried out as early as possible to reduce the risk of delays. Number five then, slow or under-resourced solicitors. Even if you have an efficient and dedicated solicitor working on your property purchase, this is unlikely to be the case for every other party in the chain. They can often be busy with other transactions or especially during the summer or Christmas holidays um, could simply be understaffed during that period. This can cause holdups, which can significantly slow down the time it takes to completion. The fact is you can only ever move as quickly as the slowest person in the chain. So what can you do to sort of combat this? Reply promptly to queries or requests for documentation yourself. And if you have to chase other parties in the chain, make a note of what was said and when. Get an estimated timeline from your solicitor up front and if possible, avoid holiday seasons. So there we go. Five tips there to speed up and prevent delays to uh, the conveyancing process. So I hope um, this helps you to sort of preempt and um, be aware of these, these things that can cause delay. 
and um, would really appreciate your feedback as well. Any scenarios you've encountered, any things that um, you can share would be brilliant for the community out there that are navigating the property market. If you have any questions off the back of this, please do get in touch. You can contact us through our website, asktheestateagent.co.uk and through social media, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. So thanks again, as always, for listening. Um, Hope it does help some of you in your journey and um, please continue to keep those questions coming. So until next time, it's goodbye for now. We look forward to answering your property questions and helping you with your next move. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast.